chapter eleven of the pilot by james fenimore cooper this librivox recording is in the public domain prithee kate let's stand aside and see the end of this controversy shakespeare during the warm discussions of the preceding chapter miss howard had bowed her pale face to the arm of the couch and sat an unwilling and distressed listener to the controversy but now that another and one whom she thought an unauthorized intruder on her privacy was announced she asserted the dignity of her sex as proudly though with something more of discretion than her cousin could possibly have done rising from her seat she inquired to what are we indebted for so unexpected a visit from mr dillon surely he must know that we are prohibited going to the part of the dwelling where he resides and i trust colonel howard will tell him that common justice requires we should be permitted to be private the gentleman replied in a manner in which malignant anger was sufficiently mingled with calculating humility miss howard will think better of my intrusion when she knows that i am come on business of importance to her uncle ah that may alter the case kit but the ladies must have the respect that is due to their sex i forgot somehow to have myself announced but that borough cliff leads me deeper into my madeira than i have been accustomed to go since the time when my poor brother harry with his worthy friend hugh griffith the devil sees hugh griffith and all his race your pardon miss alice what is your business with me mr dillon i bear a message from captain Burrowcliff. you may remember that according to your suggestions the sentinels were to be changed every night sir ay ay we practised that in our campaign against montcalm twas necessary to avoid the murders of their indians who were sure miss alice to shoot down a man at his post if he were placed two nights running in the same place well sir your prudent precautions have not been thrown away continued dillon moving farther into the apartment as if he felt himself becoming a more welcome guest as he proceeded the consequences are that we have already made three prisoners truly it has been a most politic scheme exclaimed catherine plowden with infinite contempt i suppose as mr christopher dillon applauds it so highly that it is that it has some communion with the law and that the redoubtable garrison of st ruth are about to reap the high glory of being most successful thief-takers the sallow face of dillon actually became livid as he replied and his whole frame shook with the rage he vainly endeavoured to suppress there may be a closer communion with the law and its ministers perhaps than miss plowden can desire he said for rebellion seldom finds favour in any christian code rebellion exclaimed the colonel and what has this detention of three vagabonds to do with rebellion kit has the damnable poison found its way across the atlantic your pardon miss alice but this is a subject on which you can feel with me i know your sentiments on the allegiance that is due to our anointed sovereign speak mr dillon are we surrounded by another set of demons if so we must give ourselves to the work and rally round our prince for this island is the main pillar of his throne i cannot say that there is any appearance at present of an intention to rise in this island said dillon with demure gravity though the riots in london warrant any precautionary measures 
on the part of his majesty's ministers even to a suspension of the habeas corpus but you have had your suspicions concerning two certain vessels that have been threatening the coast for several days past in a most piratical manner the little foot of catherine played rapidly on the splendid carpet but she contented herself with bestowing a glance of the most sovereign contempt on the speaker as if she disdained any further reply with the colonel however this was touching a theme that lay nearest his heart and he answered in a manner worthy of the importance of the subject you speak like a sensible man and a loyal subject mr dillon the habeas corpus miss alice was obtained in the reign of king john along with magna carta for the security of the throne by his majesty's barons some of my own blood were of the number which alone would be a pledge that the dignity of the crown was properly consulted as to our piratical countrymen christopher there is much reason to think that the vengeance of an offended providence has already reached them those who know the coast well tell me that without a better pilot than an enemy would be likely to procure it would be impossible for any vessel to escape the shoals among which they entered on a dark night and with an adverse gale the morning has arrived and they are not to be seen but be they friends or be they enemies sir continued dillon respectfully there is much reason to think that we have now in the abbey those who can tell us something of their true character for the men we have detained carry with them the appearance of having just landed and wear not only the dress but the air of seamen of seamen echoed catherine a deadly paleness chasing from her cheeks the bloom which indignation had heightened of seamen miss plowden repeated dillon with malignant satisfaction but concealing it under an air of submissive respect i thank you sir for so gentle a term replied the young lady recollecting herself and recovering her presence of mind in the same instant the imagination of mr dillon is so apt to conjure the worst that he is entitled to our praise for so far humouring our weakness as not to alarm us with the apprehensions of their being pirates nay madam they may yet deserve that name returned the other coolly but my education has instructed me to hear the testimony before i pronounce sentence ah that the boy has found in his coke upon littleton cried the colonel the law is a salutary corrective to human infirmities miss alice and among other things it teaches patience to a hasty temperament but for this cursed unnatural rebellion madam the young man would at this moment have been diffusing its blessings from a judicial chair in one of the colonies ay and i pledge myself to all alike black and white red and yellow with such proper distinctions as nature has made between the officer and the private keep a good heart kinsman we shall yet find a time the royal arms have many hands and things look better at the last advices but come we will proceed to the guard-room and put these stragglers to the question runaways i'll venture to predict from one of his majesty's cruisers or perhaps honest subjects engaged in supplying the service with men come kit come let us go and are we then to lose the company of colonel howard so soon said catherine advancing to her guarding with an air of blandishment and pleasantry i know that he too soon forgets the hasty language of our little disputes to part in anger if indeed he will even quit us till he has tasted of our coffee the veteran turned to the speaker of this unexpected address and listened with profound attention when she had done he replied with a good deal of softness in his tones ah provoking one you know me too well 
to doubt my forgiveness but duty must be attended to though even a young lady's smiles tempt me to remain yes yes child you too are the daughter of a very brave and worthy seaman but you carry your attachment to that profession too far miss plowden you do indeed you do catherine might have faintly blushed but the slight smile which mingled with the expression of her shame gave to her countenance a look of additional archness and she laid her hand lightly on the sleeve of her guardian to detain him as she replied yet why leave us colonel howard it is long since we have seen you in the cloisters and you know you come as a father tarry and you may yet add confessor to the title i know thy sins already girl said the worthy colonel unconsciously yielding to her gentle efforts to lead him back to his seat they are deadly rebellion in your heart to your prince a most inveterate propensity to salt water and a great disrespect to the advice and wishes of an old fellow whom your father's will and the laws of the realm have made the guardian of your person and fortune nay say not the last dear sir cried catherine for there is not a syllable you have ever said to me on that foolish subject that i have forgotten will you resume your seat again cecilia colonel howard consents to take his coffee with us but you forget the three men honest kit there and our respectable guest captain burrowcliffe let honest kit stay there if you please you may send a request to captain burrowcliffe to join our party i have a woman's curiosity to see the soldier and as for the three men she paused and affected to muse a moment when she continued as if struck by an obvious thought yes and the men can be brought in and examined here who knows but they may have been wrecked in the gale and need our pity and assistance rather than deserve your suspicions there is a solemn warning in miss plowden's conjecture that should come home to the breasts of all who live on this wild coast said alice dunscombe i have known many a sad wreck among the hidden shoals and when the wind has blown but a gentle gale compared to last night's tempest the wars and the uncertainties of the times together with man's own wicked passions have made great havoc with those who knew well the windings of the channels among the ripples some there were who could pass as i have often heard within a fearful distance of the devil's grip the darkest night that ever shadowed england but all are now gone of that daring set either by the hand of death or what is even as mournful by unnatural banishment from the land of their fathers this war has then probably drawn off most of them for your recollections must be quite recent miss alice said the veteran as many of them were engaged in the business of robbing his majesty's revenue the country is in some measure requited for the former depredations by their present services and at the same time it is happily rid of their presence ah madam ours is a glorious constitution where things are so nicely balanced that as in the physical organization of a healthy vigorous man the baser parts are purified in the course of things by its own wholesome struggles the pale features of alice dunscombe became slightly tinged with red as the colonel proceeded nor did the faint glow entirely leave her pallid face until she had said there might have been some who knew not how to respect the laws of the land for such are never wanting but there were others who however guilty they might be in many respects need not charge themselves with that mean crime and yet who could find the passages that lie hid from common eyes beneath the rude waves as well as you could find the way through the halls and galleries of the abbey with a noonday sun shining upon its veins and high chimneys 
is it your pleasure colonel howard that we examine the three men and ascertain whether they belong to the number of these gifted pilots said christopher dillon who was growing uneasy at his awkward situation and who hardly deemed it necessary to conceal the look of contempt which he cast at the mild alice while he spoke perhaps we may gather information enough from them to draw a chart of the coast that may gain us credit with my lords of the admiralty this unprovoked attack on their unresisting and unoffending guest brought the rich blood to the very temples of miss howard who rose and addressed herself to her kinsman with a manner that could not easily be mistaken any more than it could be condemned if mr dillon will comply with the wishes of colonel howard as my cousin has expressed them we shall not at least have to accuse ourselves of unnecessarily detaining men who probably are more unfortunate than guilty when she concluded cecilia walked across the apartment and took a seat by the side of alice dunscombe with whom she began to converse in a low soothing tone of voice mr dillon bowed with a deprecating humility and having ascertained that colonel howard chose to give an audience where he sat to the prisoners he withdrew to execute his mission secretly exulting at any change that promised to lead to a renewal of an intercourse that might terminate more to his advantage than the lofty beauty whose favour he courted was at present disposed to concede christopher is a worthy serviceable good fellow said the colonel when the door closed and i hope to live yet to see him clad in ermine i would not be understood literally but figuratively for furs would but ill comport with the climate of the carolinas i trust i am to be consulted by his majesty's ministers when the new appointments shall be made for the subdued colonies and he may safely rely on my good word being spoken in his favour would he not make an excellent and independent ornament of the bench miss plowden catherine compressed her lips a little as she replied i must profit by his own discreet rules and see testimony to that effect before i decide sir but listen the young lady's colour changed rapidly and her eyes became fixed in a sort of feverish gaze on the door he has at least been active i hear the heavy tread of men already approaching ah it is he certainly justice ought always to be prompt as well as certain to make it perfect like a drumhead court-martial which by the way is as summary a sort of government as heart could wish to live under if his majesty's ministers could be persuaded to introduce into the revolted colonies listen interrupted catherine in a voice which bespoke her deep anxiety they draw near the sound of footsteps was in fact now so audible as to induce the colonel to suspend the delivery of his plan for governing the recovered provinces the long low gallery which was paved with a stone flagging soon brought the footsteps of the approaching party more distinctly to their ears and presently a low tap at the door announced their arrival colonel howard arose with the air of one who was to sustain the principal character in the ensuing interview and bade them enter cecilia and alice dunscombe merely cast careless looks at the opening door indifferent to the scene but the quick eye of catherine embraced at a glance every figure in the group drawing a long quivering breath she fell back on the couch and her eyes again lighted with their playful expression as she hummed a low rapid air with a voice in which even the suppressed tones were liquid melody dillon entered preceding the soldier whose gait had become more steady and in whose rigid eye a thoughtful expression had taken the place of its former vacant gaze in short something had manifestly restored to him 
a more complete command of his mental powers although he might not have been absolutely sobered the rest of the party continued in the gallery while mr dillon presented the renovated captain to the colonel when the latter did him the same kind office with the ladies miss plowden said the veteran for she offered first in the circle this is my friend captain burrowcliffe he has long been ambitious of this honour and i have no doubt his reception will be such as to leave him no cause to repent he has been at last successful catherine smiled and answered with ambiguous emphasis i know not how to thank him sufficiently for the care he has bestowed on our poor persons the soldier looked steadily at her for a moment with an eye that seemed to threaten a retaliation in kind ere he replied one of those smiles madam would be an ample compensation for services that are more real than such as exist only in intention catherine bowed with more complacency than she usually bestowed on those who wore the british uniform and they proceeded to the next this is miss alice dunscombe captain burrowcliffe daughter of a very worthy clergyman who was formerly the curate of this parish and a lady who does us the pleasure of giving us a good deal of her society though far less than we all wish for the captain returned the civil inclination of alice and the colonel proceeded miss howard allow me to present captain burrowcliffe a gentleman who having volunteered to defend st ruth in these critical times merits all the favour of its mistress cecilia gracefully rose and received her guest with sweet complacency the soldier made no reply to the customary compliments that she uttered but stood an instant gazing at her speaking countenance and then laying his hand involuntarily on his breast bowed nearly to his sword-hilt these formalities duly observed the colonel declared his readiness to receive the prisoners as the door was opened by dillon catherine cast a cool and steady look at the strangers and beheld the light glancing along the arms of the soldiers who guarded them but the seamen entered alone while the rattling of arms and the heavy dash of the muskets on the stone pavement announced that it was thought prudent to retain a force at hand to watch these secret intruders on the grounds of the abbey End of chapter eleven